need to talk. Oh god. <laughs> we need to talk about sweating. we need to talk about undecided. Oh. What yeah. are we? What are we anymore? I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to define it yet. What do you want us to be? Whatever you Ideally. want. Whatever you want. Wait, no, that's a terrible <laughs> answer. That's a terrible answer. That's a terrible answer. Uh, I mean, I think we just, all, we've, all we can do is talk about politics and talk about, like, big issues and stuff that we care about mm-hmm. in a way that isn't, like, uh... In the way that you and me usually talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Out there. In a way that isn't, like, uh, shitty and annoying. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people might find it shitty and annoying. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we are on the podcast today. We have a very special guest. <laughs> uh, his name is Kate Stomach, and uh, he's why is my dis- stomach masculine? I don't know. Like I don't know. I guess because he, he consumes because he consumes because he's loud he's and he loud. consumes everything yeah. and yeah yeah he's acidic <clears throat> and he's got some he's got some things to say. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's interrupting. He's, he's oh he's, he's constantly very interrupting. He's very self important, mm-hmm. narcissistic. Yeah dick my stomach is a 20 year old man um all right so okay but okay we can talk about politics in the way that we talk about politics normally mm-hmm. um what would you say that uh we like to talk about politics without the bullshit yeah i would say that i mean or with, with our, our own, own bullshit with our own bullshit with our own bullshit okay but without uh without like the national post quality bullshit mm-hmm. um yeah i think yeah i don't know what would you say uh well uh I, I would answer that with a question. Do you still oh, believe God. in the what we wrote well, almost a year ago, almost a year ago, about making politics accessible for young people? Do you still believe in the fact that young people don't vote because we don't find politics accessible? Or do you think that... Has that changed for you at all in the last little while? After seeing people... After seeing young people engage, after... Um, after two two elections, mm-hmm. we got municipal, we got provincial, mm-hmm. and we got federal coming up. <laughs> I, just, like, I don't know if anyone can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally it was like a wolf. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I still believe that. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's it is important to talk about politics in an accessible way. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess no one else does. Yeah, and yeah, that's a good point. It's just like, I don't think anything is changing about that. Um, one interesting thing um, I'd like to bring up is the um, difference between our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can. I guess I can include myself in your generation, kind of by a hair. But okay, but the difference between like your high school experience and mm-hmm. like your sister's high school experience. Oh, your yeah. sister who walked out of high school Mm -hmm. uh protest in solidarity with the uh gun movement or the anti-gun movement in the states right no it was to protest the sex ed reform or rollback but didn't she also wasn't there a walkout for okay well anyway um but still that's like uh, that never happened when we were Mm -hmm. uh that that didn't happen to me when i was in high school no and and i didn't even know anything about politics when i was in high school did you uh no not really so that's something that's kind of interesting right Mm -hmm. like i wonder and like these parkland the teens in parkland who like witnessed that awful awful tragedy Mm -hmm. like they organized 
enormous rallies uh, across the states. They made a huge impact. Um, mm-hmm. So I wonder if, like, this I is something... I Louis C.K. I agree with him. I think they're very boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... Um, but, but, you know, on a serious note, mm-hmm. um, I wonder if this is a problem that is specific to our generation. I mean, in a lot of ways, yeah, because we're seeing all these old people literally, like, fuck up our futures. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people... Oh, we've, and we've been seeing it for, like, a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so much more potent now when we're, when, like, every, like, it feels like every other week everyone's like, yeah, the world's gonna end in, like, nine years. Mm-hmm. Like, buckle up. But no one else really seems to give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then we're castrated by the fact that we're, like, 19, 20, 16, 25, whatever, and can't actually, uh, or feel like you can't actually make that much of a difference. Because mm-hmm. you gotta, like... Go to school, call your mom, mm-hmm. do your laundry, um, or if you're not in school anymore, you gotta work your minimum wage yeah. job or close to minimum wage job because mm-hmm. you don't have like, you even though you went to post secondary school, you still work at Starbucks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, so I guess that we're, I guess that we're, we're talking about politics. Yeah. We're trying to talk about politics in a normal way, uh, mm-hmm. the way normal people talk. Yeah. Our age. And uh, we're having a little drink while we do it because, man, this stuff can be goddamn yeah, fucking depressing. Mm-hmm. Which is why we've brought a segment to you called <laughs> Things That Are Nice and Fun. In this segment, this week, we will be talking about the high school in some part of Ontario. In which, Ottawa. In Ottawa. St. Which, Joe's. St. Joe's. Yeah. Shout out to St. Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> who, oh, who took the bath bathroom doors off in their high school <laughs> to stop kids from vaping. I say let the kids vape. Yeah. Let them vape. Let them vape. Let, let them, them vape. Yeah. Despite the, uh, you know, potential uh, harmful effects on marijuana of marijuana on the teenage brain, uh, let them vape. Let them vape. <laughs> <laughs> and let them eat cake and let them vape let them eat cake and let them vape <laughs> fuck yeah and this concludes our feel good nice segment back to the depressing shit uh no maybe well this isn't depressing um we're gonna check in we're gonna we're gonna check in mm-hmm. how how are we how are you uh it's 2019 hi hi uh, Welcome to 2019. Thank you. Welcome to 2019 to you as well. Uh, who knew that we'd live this long? Not I. Well, yeah. If um, you told me that I'd be alive in 2020, yeah. in, you know, <laughs> 2001, yeah. after the World Trade Center went down, I'd be like, mm. my six-year-old self? Nah. Totally pessimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never knew we'd make it this far. No, me neither. My mm. three-year-old self? Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, totally cognizant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, 2019. Good. It's going on. It's, it's, it's good. Back in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, school's good. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like, as though we have not spoken. Yeah, I know. Or don't have literally all of the same classes <laughs> together. Yeah. Uh, how about you? How's 2019 for you? That was a very unspecific uh, Oh, I don't answer. know what to say. Okay. Uh, ask me a direct question. Okay. I don't know. Um, I d- um, how are you feeling about your academic career? Uh, a little bit fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, Tara knows that I had, like, a full mental breakdown about grad school. Just a about, small like, mental breakdown. Just a small one. <laughs> uh, about grad school and 
what I'm going to do after I graduate my undergrad. Uh, it's very scary. Mm-hmm. It's all very expensive. Mm. Uh, that plus the fact that, like, in all likelihood, I will actually never get a job in academia anyway. So it's like, what's the point? Uh, the point is, I don't know, just putting off making a decision until I'm 27 instead of 22. Mm. I think yeah. mainly. Uh, so, yeah. That's not true that you won't get a job in academia. Dude, I won't. I'm like... You're not white and male enough? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. You are neither of those things. I mean, you're sorry, you are white. Yeah. You're not male. Well, yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. What about you? How That's do you feel bleak. about school? It, it's a bit bleak, but I mean, the upside, if I do get into grad school, then I get to spend like five years reading stuff and writing stuff and uh, existing uh, in a very alternate reality from the mm-hmm. rest of the world, which would be great. I'd be really into that if... Um, the uh, institutional uh, daddies will pay for it. Daddies! Then I will be overjoyed. Cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say about that is I feel that that is the state of mind of so many people who mm-hmm. are 20-somethings, especially yeah. early 20-somethings. Yeah. But people, like, in their mid-20s feel this too. I don't want to say aloof is the word, but, like, um, suspended mm. in a web of like all of these different factors which pull you in uh, various directions like mm-hmm. finances mm-hmm. Um, generally like what is going to be the thing that is going to fulfill me in my life yeah and um, you know how do I know that that is the right thing like I know that that's what I like right now mm-hmm. maybe but when may- six months will I like it I've changed so much yeah, in the last like four years so yeah yeah. And I like I was saying earlier, I keep having these dreams about being pregnant. So maybe by twenty five I'll just be like walking around in a men's button down in a kitchen with like uh, a little hot. watermelon. That's yeah. hot dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I picture motherhood as being like. Yeah, walking I don't, around in a men's button down. Because yeah. that's the only thing that will fit you. Because yeah, 'cause so I'll large. be so pregnant. Yeah. Um, but in like like in a hot way. Yeah, and you know? with leggings and like a, yeah. like a a high ponytail and like, yeah, and like glowy, a mug of dewy coffee. face. Yeah, and like I've never thrown up. Like mm-hmm. I never thrown up. Never no, thrown no, no. up. The only part Pregnancy of pregnancy is, is my tits and my stomach. Yeah, true. everything else is like just somehow improved. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your tits are just bigger and more glorious. Yeah, and then when I have the kid, I get a couple Filipino nannies. And then problem solved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the what's the term when you like uh, profit off the backs of people that are from uh, less fortunate countries? I don't know, being a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty sick. Uh, all right. Well, uh, what a being great... Cheryl Sandberg. So, I yeah, don't know. lean in. Yeah, I'll lean, I'll lean right into it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Sorry, that was that was a big tangent. <laughs> it's been ten minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> but I feel like uh, it's been three. Uh, the joys yeah, of we're spending gonna time with this. you. <laughs> Let's talk about what we want to do this year. Okay. A hopeful a hopeful note. Start mm-hmm. things on a hopeful note. Because I like this is nice. We like doing this. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you like listening to it. It'd be kinda weird if you were listening to this and you didn't like doing it. Um I'd be like What are you doing? <laughs> where, where are you going? Um, so Kate, mm-hmm. what do you want to do this year on the pod? Like you're asking me so many questions. Oh, sorry. It's okay. This podcast is actually just an interview style <laughs> where I just ask Kate things. Uh, no, but uh, in all seriousness, this year um, we're gonna we get to talk about bigger stuff, uh, which mm. is more exciting. Yeah. Uh, in 2019, we're looking at the federal election. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah, which is still very far away, and like we're not gonna jump that gun not too super early. Far, though it's like 
Nine like, months. Like, hey, but nine months is that's that's, that's pregnant of a baby right there. <laughs> that's pregnancy. I could get pregnant right now and have it before the federal election. Yo, wait, maybe I should. This is our baby, dude. We are oh, literally <laughs> about to. We are entering the gestation period. Uh, we're. Of, this is the time of conception. No, we've finished conception. The baby is conceived. It's it's the size of a blueberry. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I'm uh, not gonna lie. I would rather have a real baby. That's super offensive <laughs> to our dream of this podcast, but whatever. Um, okay, but what do you want for yeah, a baby okay. pod? So basically this year, because we get to talk about bigger stuff, for the next like few months we're going to talk about um, kind of larger themes, stuff like immigration, uh, poverty in Canada, and we're going to talk to experts and professors and people that we really admire. Mm-hmm. And then as we get closer to the election itself, we'll kind of narrow in on party platforms and start to analyze those a little bit more point by point. As we have in the past. As we have in the past in an ideally non-shitty way. Mm-hmm. No promises, though. I can always be shitty in the future. I've, I never I've really been know. shitty my whole life. Yeah. I'm not going to stop now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah. I don't know. What, what do you want to do this year? Um, well, I think I'd ultimately really like to give uh, our listeners a understanding of what's going on in Canadian politics so that they feel prepared to make their decision Mm -hmm. come um, October. Mm -hmm. Um, I want our listeners to feel like they are confident in who they choose to vote for, both uh, on a local level and more broadly, like on on a party level, Mm -hmm. like which of the three or more party leaders they would like to see as Canada's next prime minister. I would love to grow our audience. I hope that by the by October we are engaging with. I want to be famous. I want to be. Fa- I want to be famous and rich and pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. I want to birth this baby uh, podcast and uh, be a Kardashian. Mm. Um, no, I don't want to be a Kardashian. I'm gonna need a lot of plastic surgery before that. Uh, no, I want to be a Mal Clooney. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's hot. Yeah. Uh, in a scary way. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, totally. Like, if she ever yelled at me, I would, my heart would break. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, all right. So, update. Updates on us. Uh, the last updates on us. That's what we want to do this year. Mm-hmm. We got to address our patron, to our patrons, our wonderful, generous patrons. Mm. I've had one inquiry as to where the money's going since we haven't been putting out an episode. And to that I say, fuck you, you'll never know. <laughs> Whoa, it's, it's dark. But um, I can actually, uh, I can provide the receipts if you'd like, but we've oh. been using the cash to pay for our website hosting, mm-hmm. uh, our domain name, mm-hmm. and we've used it to pay for a new microphone. So a new sound setup coming to you soon. Uh, I have to get one more piece to make the sound setup work. So thank you to our patrons for supporting us and continuing to help us to let the podcast be a thing. And fund our drug habit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, More like our drinking addiction, but <laughs> it's fine. Um, if you'd like to become a patron and support our drinking habits, you can do so at www.patreon.com www.patreon.com slash undecidedpod. That's www.patreon.com slash undecidedpod. There's a really uh, adorable video of us. Um, if oh, you're yeah. ever curious what we look like. Mm-hmm. We're um, adorable. It's, con- it's very true. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it features my hair before I started going bald. So <laughs> it was... 
That's a real, like... Are we going to talk about that? No, I, we don't know to talk about it. I, even though I brought it up. Kate, uh, is ex- Kate was extremely stressed <laughs> this summer. It was definitely... Okay, so I thought my hair was falling out. Definitely wasn't. It, I mean, it, it was, uh-huh. but not in, like, a an alopecia capacity. Uh-huh. Uh, it was mainly psychological, I'm sure. Really? Uh, but the video on the Patreon website is before Pre- my psychosis, uh-huh. my hair-related psychosis. <laughs> and let me just say, uh, it's never looked better, my hair. Then so, that- if you're curious, that's, that's the peak of my uh, head follicles. I truly have never noticed a difference, but... It's because you're a good friend. Kate called me one day being like, I don't know where my hair's going. And I was like, it's okay. We're going to figure it out. Um, she, cause, yeah. But she's a strong, independent woman, so she figured it out. And she looks great. Oh, yeah, I'm sitting you. across from her. Can attest. 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. All right. So now we're entering um, we're entering the, the meat of the pod. Um, mm. We're going to give you the tools to uh, understand what the fuck a Canadian federal election is, mm-hmm. um, how to uh, how to engage in one, and um, what you know what, what to look th- forward to. What's the joy that's coming down the oh yeah, there's so down much the Kinder joy. Morgan pipeline for you. Oh, <laughs> nice reference. Thank you, okay, yes. all right. So we're entering Canadian federal elections 101. Canadian federal elections We're gonna intersperse lots of fun, good content in between mouthwash we call it yes. so that you don't have to be bored by this shit so here we're going here we go it's the three leader breakdown with some highlights from the platform that was like a like hockey night in canada level enthusiasm mm, oh my god that's good yo have you ever noticed how there's no female announcers on sports well there shouldn't be women are terrible at sports correct all right so um as we all know the liberals have justin trudeau well maybe not all of us know this but I'm, I'm pretty sure most of us know. Based on, like, the amount that the, like, global media, like, jerks off to Justin Trudeau. Yeah. You, you definitely know. <laughs> the global media love a good masturbation, <laughs> masturbation sesh to Justin Trudeau. <laughs> I mean, who does it? He's hot. Um, <sighs> gonna have to cut that. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> um, okay, so um, our beautiful and pretty boy Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Our oily PM. Our oily <laughs> Our oily boy. <laughs> um, he is oily. Um, Justin, Very glimmers. He, uh, Justin Trudeau um, came into power in 2015. Um, he had a pretty, like, uh, huge agenda. Yeah, he rode a wave. Um, much of which he has not implemented, I would say. Mm. But he has done some pretty important things. Uh, one of them is implementing the Canada Child Benefit, um, which gives a uh, tax a return to families to to middle class families to help them support their kids. Um, he's admitted uh, more refugees than other governments have um, in the midst of this awful migration crisis um, that the world is facing. Um, on climate change, Justin Trudeau's uh, promised to and has uh, implemented a carbon pricing strategy for the nation. Um, he said for those provinces that don't have a carbon pricing strategy, he will uh, federally implement it. Um, so for provinces like BC and Quebec, who already had uh, carbon pricing in place, they will not be affected. But other provinces like uh, Ontario and Alberta have basically had a carbon tax um, implemented uh, federally, which means uh, which has caused a lot of a lot of drama a lot of drama Yeah, which we all know Justin Trudeau is really good at. King Um, of drama. He's a drama teacher. 
Did you know that? No, I didn't know. I know. That, that makes sense. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh yes, he's been met with a lot of opposition by Canada's premier, uh, by some of Canada's premiers about this. Um, I mean, they had the chance to implement their own like carbon pricing strategy, mm-hmm. and they did, and they failed to do so. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about carbon pricing and all this stuff in a later episode mm-hmm. about the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are not familiar with definitely pros the, and cons and all that, mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with some of the lingo we just threw around, don't worry, we're gonna get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, or worry, because maybe you're an idiot. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is like uh, this is oh man, put one glass of wine in her. <laughs> she's aggressive. <laughs> Um, uh, but seriously, uh, Trudeau and the environment has been really waffly. He's taken uh, a lot of well-deserved shit for ended, uh, buying out the Kinder Morgan pipeline in BC mm-hmm. um, and basically paying lip service to environmental concerns while remaining pretty tight with like uh, oil corporations. Uh, but again, that's, that's material for another episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that we could talk about are the liberals is immigration because that's one of the hot 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 topics it's where he's probably facing the most opposition Uh from uh like loud loud members of society yeah um so the liberals have um admitted uh 38,000 quote irregular migrants unquote uh since early 2017 um sounds like a lot but also like sounds like very little well you know there's not that many people in canada there's there's not that many people in canada and there's, there's a, so there's much a, space. there's a lot of space uh and we have a strong we we actually have a we have a very strong government uh that is like a strong government bureaucracy that is capable of implementing uh, a lot of these changes all right so um that's the libs andrew Scheer. uh he's uh unsurprisingly very anti-carbon tax mm-hmm. um at least he's a consistent guy you know i admire that about him he's he, literally he not changed his story team. and he oh he's six He's uh, been anti-gay marriage since the get-go, man. Yeah. Such a cute look for him. An original figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's very anti- Principle. Carbon tax. Doesn't want anything to do with climate change. He would like us to all drown in our own soupy oceans. Or our fiery death, depending on or where you live. Or our fiery death, yeah. yeah. Uh, pick your environmental disaster. Andrew Shear is behind it. Cool. Uh, and he's also anti- Well, okay. This is a confusing thing in that none of these leaders have released their own individual uh, plans for the upcoming election, so we're just kind of drawing this from previous statements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Sheer is not super big on immigration. Mm. In December of 2018, there was this whole drama about the UN uh, Migration Compact, or I, f- I forget the actual name. Uh, it's small. Yeah. <laughs> tiny. It's really tiny. <laughs> um, basically, it doesn't mean anything like the rest of the stuff the UN does. Yeah, like, uh, oh, remember the Paris Peace Agreement? Yeah. Or, or the, the Paris the Climate, uh, agreement. climate Agreement? That it's, doesn't, nobody's It's legally to that. non-binding. Yeah. It's a piece of paper that you sign to literally virtue signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trudeau was like, yeah, sure, I'm down with this, because what is he not down for? And um, Andrew Scheer threw a fit and was like, these global people are going to dictate our policy. And, like, Which is literally impossible in Canadian law. Yeah, but that just indicates his uh, his outlook on immigration, which mm-hmm. is uh, negative. Because and potenti- you have to keep the race pure. And, it, and potentially, I would say, um, his political expediency. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows his base, mm-hmm. uh, which is fired up right now over immigration and climate change. Mm-hmm. And so he knows exactly what to say to mm-hmm. uh, to get them out to the polls. Yeah. Um, and what he's doing is fear-mongering. He literally called, like, most of the people that 
we have admitted from Syria ISIS fighters um, in uh, in the House of Commons recently. Mm. So yeah, it's good. Uh, I love this uh, hell world that we live in. It's I feel good <laughs> about it. Um, Jagmeet Singh, the leader of the NDP, I I feel like should have been like a shining glimmer of like uh, hope for. Um, I know you would. You would think that. Yeah. It, it's And it's weird. It's kind of like the NDP in um, Ontario a little mm. bit. It's just, like... He, There's so much potential and so little follow-through. Yeah. I'm like, what do you exist for? Mm-hmm. Like, if not to be, like, the voice of progressivism in in Canada... Then there, there is no point in them existing if they just keep putting out, these like, like candidates and... Centrist platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, they have not put out a centrist platform. Not yet. Uh, necessarily. Jagmeet Singh is mostly trying to focus on getting elected right now so Jagmeet Singh is a um a NDP a federal NDP import from Mm -hmm. provincial Ontario politics Mm -hmm. he was a um I believe he was like a shadow minister for um in in the NDP Mm -hmm. um in Ontario and he was very well loved by his constituents and I think like generally like a pretty good like politician by all means like a local good local politician um but uh he what he's done is uh, essentially found a open riding to run in in bc where he's never lived before Mm -hmm. uh moved there and is going to be in a election there on february 25th a by-election yeah so basically he was elected as the leader of the ndp party without being an like an actual member of parliament at the Mm -hmm. time and so this election will determine if he gets an actual seat in parliament Mm -hmm. and if he doesn't win, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to get kicked out of the leadership. Mm-hmm. But it definitely uh, does not look good. In which case, though, if he doesn't win and they do decide to kick him out because mm-hmm. of the optics, yeah. they have to hold another leadership race, yeah. which um, would put them potentially in a not very good position for an election mm-hmm. that is swiftly coming up. Although, as we saw with the Conservatives in Ontario, mm-hmm. um, a leadership race quite close to the election didn't seem to matter yeah especially if you get a really exciting candidate out of it and you get a really good platform Mm -hmm. that people glob onto and i'm not saying that doug ford's platform was good like i liked it but people identified with it and they showed up to the polls Mm -hmm. so um speaking of leadership races how the fuck did these people get to where they are you might be asking maybe you're not maybe you're like oh my god i don't care before we do that here's your mouthwash Olivia Gondak, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy, Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Now that your brain is washed out, um, it's ready to take on more information. Um, it's, <laughs> Science. Um, it's, it's, a very, it's a very fine, it's just, it's fine. Don't mm-hmm. worry. It's not important. But if you wanted to know, the conservatives choose their leaders by um, a preferential ballot system. Um, you have to be, you have to have fifteen dollars to be a member of the conservative party, um, and you have to be a member to vote in the leadership race. Once you become a member, you cast your ballot and you rank your preferences from top to bottom. That goes into a point system, which is uh, like kind of. distributed throughout like the different uh electoral ridings so that um uh so that somebody in toronto doesn't have like more say than somebody in like i don't know um timmins uh as to who becomes leader Mm -hmm. um and then if at after the first round of voting if someone gets 51 percent, then they are uh elected as leader if they don't the lowest person is 
the, the person who received the lowest amount of points it leaves or gets kicked out and they do another round of voting and they do this until somebody gets 51 percent um the uh liberals have the exact same system mm-hmm. um except their membership is free um as for the ndp the uh cost to membership varies by province between 10 and 20 dollars depending on where you live um and anyone again can vote as if they're uh, as, as long as they're a party member um they have a ranked ballot system as well but they don't redistribute a uh, vote uh, like uh importance uh based on like where you live um so to be honest with you i really don't know which one i would prefer uh but um voting happens until somebody gets a majority mm-hmm. so they all have like this kind of majority rules mm-hmm. uh over 51 percent sort of yeah. thing i was kind of curious if there was like some weird i don't know people always talk about in the states there's all this delegate stuff and all i basically want to know is if we had that and we don't which is sounds good we have that in um provincial politics oh we do yeah oh, jesus yeah um but it's different than the states like it anyway um We'll talk more about political, um, what's it called? Funding for political parties mm. um, in a new episode, in another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we should acknowledge that we have got the Green Party, uh, of which Elizabeth May is the leader, and she got one MP. Uh, no. No, there's one MP in Guelph, who's a green guy. Wait, is that That's MPP? provincial. Yeah. Okay, never yeah. mind. Um, so Elizabeth May is the leader of the Green Party, um, and uh, she's been the Green Party leader since 2006. Durable. Fun fact. Yeah. Hashtag durable. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Maxime Bernier, who went and started his own alt-right conservative party after losing uh, the conservative leadership race to Andrew Scheer last year. Um, you have to admire that guy's gumption. Mm, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk more about... F- I would. I don't want to call them fringe parties, but I kind of do. Um, they're not the big three. Yeah, they're not the big three. They're not the Ivies. Yeah. yeah. Although, this is a great segue into what is the first-past-the-post system. Because... If you look at the um, kind of uh, percentage of votes that each of the party got, it doesn't necessarily reflect the um, seat uh, percentage in Parliament. Mm -hmm. Uh, So basically, in every riding, the candidate who receives the highest number of total votes will win the seat, even if they don't have a clear majority. Mm -hmm. So this means that many candidates end up winning, even though they receive less than 50% of the vote. So if one person running in, like, Brampton North gets 39% of the vote, they could win and get that seat, whereas if someone running in, like, Ottawa Centre gets the same 39% of the vote, they might not win Mm -hmm. if someone has more votes than they do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So some people, like the 2015 version of Justin Trudeau, believe this system inherently privileges the larger parties Mm -hmm. because it encourages strategic voting, so, like, voting for someone because they're the non-enemy versus versus the person you actually want mm-hmm. um and some people are calling for it to be changed but so far that hasn't happened mm-hmm. um basically it's a holdover from the british system they use it in australia and england and i think in the states I'm no not, they no no not different. in the states okay not in the states um they they but use blame like the, the electrical college the electoral college the electrical <laughs> college <laughs> the trades are where it's at i don't know if you know this what? but the trades the trades are where it's at if you don't have a job, it's because you didn't go to trade school. Oh, yeah, electrical. Yeah, I get <laughs> yeah. it. I get it. Okay, cool, man. Um, fun fact, uh, the British could vote in our elections until 1975. That seems... Which is crazy. 
com- hashtag commonwealth hashtag <laughs> colonialism uh and finally i would just say about the first past the post system it um is that justin trudeau promised in 2015 that he would do a review of uh, uh an election reform uh mm-hmm. review uh several months into his prime ministership he decided he just wasn't going to do that anymore well, if it got you elected don't fix it right i yeah i don't know i mean like that seems like the obvious like answer to why he would do something well, like if that. someone makes a mistake because it doesn't seem super politically expedient yeah, if there's a mistake but the mistake benefits you don't correct the mistake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it was a pretty big part of the election. yeah it was a pretty big part of their campaign platform Oh, fuck, Mary kill. Oh, yeah. All okay. right. Okay. Um, we're entering a new segment that we'd like to do this year um, on the podcast called Fuck, Mary kill. In an effort to keep this fun, light, yeah. cool, keep and it light young. and sexy. Like, keep it light and sexy. Oh, we can ask all our guests this, too. Oh, my, this could be like a running bit. Oh, my God. This is like, oh, yes, I love it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. So, um, we've, okay. Full disclosure, we've done this before. So, I know Tara's answer. I actually don't remember. Do you don't remember my answers? I have a controversial oh, one. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay. I do. I re- okay. But I stand by we're it still even gonna, after our previous discussion. We're I still going to do it because they don't know. Yeah, they and don't know. they're dying to know, Kate. They're of dying. Course. They're just dying. They want to know. <laughs> uh, so, um, Kate, tell me. Fuck, Mary kill, sheer, sing, Trudeau. Okay. So this is a bit controversial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just okay. to get a reaction mm-hmm. out of me. So I would kill Trudeau. <laughs> That's fucked. I would. I would kill Trudeau. Okay. Uh... Objectively speaking, you're fucked. <laughs> I think he would be a very uh, selfish person mm. in the in the personal sack? realm. Yes, yeah. uh, I think his like face creeps me out. Mm. I think he would. He just seems like his face creeps you out more than Andrew Shear's face. Hey, can you let me get to it, please? Sorry, I just think he'd be very like, I don't know, just like mushy and like, ugh, not into it. I would kill Justin Trudeau. All right, I would marry. <laughs> Sing because uh, I mean why not? Yeah, I'm very saying. He, I think he's the nicest of that bunch. Uh, I think he would probably uh, finance my extravagant lifestyle. Mm, yeah, let me he, do. He's got like fancy clothes. Yeah, and yeah, a car. Yeah, have you seen his mustache? That is a well waxed mustache. Yeah, that's true. That speaks of resources. Yo. Jagmeet Singh's hot. I don't care what anyone I says. I fundamentally disagree that he's hot. I don't think he's hot. I'm marrying him for his personality, which uh-huh. is what counts, and that's how you know that I'm a you good person. You don't know Jagmeet Singh. You don't know him? Oh, I know him. <laughs> oh, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And then, of course, that leaves me to fuck Andrew Shear. And I would. That's so dark. I would. Okay, here's the thing. He has so much repressed in that little squishy body of his. Yeah. He does. Think of all the angst. And anger and frustration that's just bottling up in those like meaty shoulders mm. that just needs and to be unleashed. Just yeah, frighten his cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so ten out of ten. That's a good reason. Just like repressed, because you think he'd be uh, crazy feelings. in bed. Yeah, uh, and we know that uh, <laughs> he has kids already, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't feel like I wouldn't feel that pressure have kids yeah but i also but know you want kids yeah but not with him okay 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 10 out of 10 uh, <laughs> let me tell you what you want and we also know like all good conservatives even though he's publicly anti-abortion privately he's probably very pro-abortion because mm-hmm, he, so he, he doesn't want he doesn't want to have a baby wanna, mama no he does not so he doesn't he doesn't want your baby no you're too he young. does not want my baby <laughs> <laughs> although i mean i mean the bloodline is pretty excellent so oh my god we, we have some very aryan kids 
Be True. Blue, ten out of ten. Your eyes are both very blue. It'd be a very superior race. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my answer. Fuck Sheer. Uh, Mary Singh, kill Trudeau. And I, I will stand by that till I die. I personally think you're psychotic <laughs> for choosing that answer. Because having to spend any time with Andrew Shear uh-huh. in my life uh-huh. is just I just I I I want to make it clear to everyone right now. I would rather do a lot of things than <laughs> than spend any time in a room with Andrew Shear, especially if that means Andrew Shear's naked. Like, mm. I think I would rather fuck a neoconservative than a neoliberal. Whoa, mm-hmm. I think that makes sense, but I wouldn't call Justin Trudeau a neoliberal. I would. Hmm. Interesting. We can talk about this later. Podcast <laughs> topic for another time. But that, like, I don't think Shear's a neoconservative either. I'm just saying for. I also am not a, for the topic of. I'm not super like convinced that any of these people actually have any are ideologically motivated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's fair. Which is another reason why nobody votes, because <laughs> <laughs> um, these people just get into power and they're like, "Oh yeah, actually, all the things I said I would do, I, I take it back. I take it back. I like I don't my know. office and I like. My I don't shoes know if I 100 percent believe that about Justin Trudeau because if you've uh, seen him in town hall, like I, oh, I've seen that speech. Which one? The uh, the Oscar oh. speech. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Could now, that is passion. That is passion. That is passion. The question is not, does Justin Trudeau love his country? <laughs> See, but that is the wrong kind of passion. That's why I would kill him. Andrew Shear's passion is real. It's very raw because he feels like the whole world is against him and he has all this weight on his shoulders and he must protect Canada from, like, the doom of the carbon tax. And I honestly believe that that is real, like, fervor, like, messianic fervor. Mm. Justin Trudeau doesn't have that. It's a performance. And that is less hot. Mm. Anyway, give me your answer. Okay. Fuck um, uh, uh, fuck Jagmeet, Mary Trudeau, Kale <gasps> Andrew Shear. Um, I, I, I just feel like when you see Justin Trudeau at the town hall, uh, like you just he's much more he's less performative. Mm. Like when he's actually talking to someone. Have you ever met Justin Trudeau? I have, but when he's actually talking, well, I've met him too. Well. Excuse me. I met him in an elevator. No big deal. You wait. Tell me the story. Um, I was in an elevator in Montreal, in the Fairmont in Montreal, mm-hmm. with my mom and my sister. That's so romantic. Yeah, it was very romantic. You, how old me, were you, my 15? mom, my sister, Justin Trudeau, in a small mirrored elevator. Wow, that's weird. That's a weird picture you just painted. Yeah. Yeah. And did yeah. you say hello? Yeah, we said hello. My mom like almost. My mom Shitter was. Pants. <laughs> yeah. My mom was very like. <laughs> he's hot and he's super tall. Is he that tall? He's tall. I feel like he's not that tall. I'm going to Google it right now. He's fucking tall, dude. We were talking earlier about how uh, height minimums and, and such. Height minimums. Um, they're important. Would he, meet, would he meet it? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. Like, I when you see Justin Trudeau in town hall, He's 6'2". Dude, I know. Oh, wow. I'd still kill him. You're... <laughs> I'm gonna Wait, f- let's see. How, t- how tall is Andrew Shear? That's the take. Andrew Shear. He's pretty tall, too. He's tall in like a, in like a, more in like a heftier in way. In like a daddy way. Ew. What is what does meters mean? I don't. Ugh. Wait, what? Oh, he's taller than Justin Trudeau is one point eight eight meters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheer is one point nine three meters. Yeah, Justin or uh, uh, Andrew Sheer is really randomly tall. That was weird. That was weird. Um, yeah, I, 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 if you see Justin Trudeau in town halls, like actually, dude, he's six to- four. Andrew Sheer's six. Yeah, dude, four. he's tall. And There's Kate an article about short. Andrew Shear's sex appeal in the National Post. I am not wrong. I <laughs> no. I 
again, I'm right because any time in a room with Andrew Shear is time wasted and scary, a scary <laughs> place you would be going to. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, I think we've uh, gone on long enough. Yeah, that was our is... segment, Fuck, Mary Kill, mm-hmm. uh, Party Leader Edition. Yeah. Um, also, I think we should do this at the end of the podcast mm-hmm. and see if we've changed our minds about Fuck, Mary Kill. I, because we're okay. going to get to know these people more and more mm-hmm. as the show goes on. I mean, maybe Dragmeat won't even be around. Maybe we'll have exactly. a Exactly, really, maybe we'll have a new Fuck, a Mary new Kill. A Fuck, Mary Kill. Ooh. That would, be, that would really change the game. Kate, what are you most looking forward to? In the next nine months, the gestation period of our small baby podcast. <laughs> I'm looking forward to um, a lot of bullshit stories that are going to come out. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> so ridiculous that they will just like lighten the uh, the old, lighten the mood. Yeah, of our hell world. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I want to see some like leaked sex between like leaked sex. Sex. Though. I can't. Sex. I can't pronounce sex. sex though. Oh, her mommy's oh, calling her. Me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he literally go. says, "Mommy." Okay. Well, what are you looking forward to, Tara? Um, I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to knowing what people think about it. Mm. Honestly, like I. That's very. I feel like I don't honest. have. I like that. I don't have like a real sense of what people who listen to this like outside of our group of friends <laughs> uh, think about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love our group of friends, I also am like. Uh, who knows if what they're saying is honest because they love us and they're not going to say like, oh, your podcast is garbage. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to know what people think about it. I'm looking forward to knowing how people use the podcast and um, and also what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also, I think I echo your uh, I want I want the scandal of mm-hmm. the sects. Uh, and uh, and the and the drama. I just want to be entertained. That's all. Yes. Yeah. That's all I want from politics. Honestly, well, if we've if we've seen anything in the last three years, uh, we just know that politicians are really just entertainment. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is just an entertainer. He's the funniest man alive. Yeah, he's hilarious. So yeah, um, that's kind of like the picture we're looking at right now uh, for Canadian politics. Um. Kate and I are going to do our best um, as Ontario-centric people to mm. bring you um, a, you know, um, a more Canada-wide perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to know your thoughts. Uh, please find us on social media. Um, find us. Or us. send us an email. Or, um, yes, do either of those things. Let us know what you'd like to hear about this season. Let us know what you'd like to understand more and perhaps who you'd like to hear from on the on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Twitter at undecided underscore pod. We're on Instagram at undecided podcast and on Facebook at slash undecided pod. Oh, it feels good to say that again. <laughs> I missed it. Oh, I still feel so sticky and weird. I'm going to leave that in. Uh. Um... So that's it for us, me and Kate, beside my bed in my one-bedroom apartment in Toronto. Uh, We are uh, signing off. We'll see you next time at Undecided. It was a little bit shocking for some to learn that I had when I was younger uh, consumed marijuana.
together a plan, we're going to rectify the situation.